Congratulations to Eben McMicken and uh, his uh, brother Rory, both celebrating birthdays. But Eben, congratulations. You have been uh, awarded a place on the Irish team for the international fly fishing uh, in Wales for next year. Now, if you don't know who uh, Eben and Rory are, their granddad is Michael um, McKeerden. And uh, we wish you all well and happy birthday, lads. And congratulations. Good luck with the uh, fly fishing. The last time I was involved in fly fishing, I was talking to Sean um, Cunningham. Yes, I think it's Cunningham. And he was from um, Balnacairn and he represented fly fishing throughout, right throughout the world, so he did. If you can hear the batter in the background, they're getting ready to sing. It'll be about 20 minutes before they get to that, so we should have been well warmed up by then. I'm going to start off with, uh, we had um, launched the exhibition for uh, Strive for Life in the... Um, Balnasloe Library in the church area of the Balnasloe Library. What a beautiful building, an amazing building, worth seeing in its own right. And just for the sake of it, in Balnasloe Library is coming up as well. Um, the Travellers are having an exhibition 300 years since the horse fair started in Balnasloe. And Group 8 will have an exhibition in there starting on the 23rd of September, which is... Um, which is um, Culture Night. But here we are, um, Strive for Life, and this is um, the uh, launch of the exhibition by Porrick Lyons. Hi, everybody, and thanks to everybody for coming today um, to see our exhibition, the Kelpie Guys exhibition, Strive for Life. Um, as you can see, it's a beautiful venue, uh, and we're very grateful to Una and Abby and all the team in the library for allowing us to display in this beautiful venue. Um, I'll say a few more words after, but I'm going to actually start with Porrick and say thanks very much to Porrick uh, Lines for opening our exhibition today. So I'll leave you with Porrick for now. Thank you. Thanks, Nicola. Um, as we look around here, we can see the amount of work that has gone in by these wonderful ladies. So I'll give them a big round of applause. Nicola's also asked me to welcome Banlaslow Life, who are here, and uh, Roscommon FM, Ursula. Thank you. You're very welcome indeed. And most of all, welcome to all of you who have turned up here today, uh, special guests, special artists. Um, what I'm going to do is just say, first of all, a little bit about the group. Um, and it's my pleasure to be here, my privilege to be here, to open this event and to launch this event. So uh, I'm very grateful indeed. Um, Again, congrats to all of you, um, uh, Celtic Eye team, in collaboration, and there is a collaboration with different organisations, you'll see some of them uh, around the wall, um, and you can see many of them there, but uh, we, I've been asked to just to mention the Karst Farming Community, um, Guest Artists, the Irish Wheelchair Association, uh, St Hilda's Athlone, and many others who are involved in all the artwork that you see on display here. It's fascinating just to look around and see the magnificent artwork in our community and in, in, in our surroundings. This is the third exhibition, I think. Am I right in saying? Yeah, well, Kelp and I, I mean, most of you will know us, but we're, we were set up about a year and a half ago, so this is our third exhibition. Third exhibition. So congratulations on that. And can I just say on that note that... I'd like to thank all the guest artists, St Hilda's and the Irish Wheelchair Society who have supported us along with Ross FM and the Band of Soul Life for the past year. 
Excellent, Nicola. And, and as you can see, Nicola has driven the whole thing on. And hopefully, well, not, no, I hopefully in Bangladesh, there's always a leader. There's always a leader. Uh, she won't take. She won't take the. She won't take the praise. But I'm giving giving it to her today. And hopefully, uh, something great will, uh, even greater, will happen in Bandlesloe well, through this. You know, and we're very, very grateful to the library here today for hosting the event. Um, it's interesting when I was talking to Nicola and preparing for today. Um, I was asking her what different issues are involved and what themes are involved. And the first one is bi- biodiversity, climate change, trees and habitat, heritage and Celtic myth and legend, and I'm sure many others. But those are the main ones. And in in an age where we're very concerned about the environment at many levels, it's so important that this artwork speaks to us loud and clear today. As part of my launch, I would like to say a few words on Celtic myth and legends, uh, which were a vivid part of all all of our upbringing, Uh, such things as fairy gardens, the children of Lear, Queen Maeve, St. Bridget, and many others, including many of our ghost stories. We will conclude then this launch with a poem, a beautiful poem that Nicola has written on all the goddesses, the fairy goddesses and then the goddesses. And it's, it's really, today is going to be a marvellous tribute to women when you hear this poem. It's on the wall over there if any of you want to see it. And then Jed is going to sing, sing the poem afterwards. So I'm very grateful to you, Jed, as well, in a few minutes. So just to say that Jed is one of the guest artists here. He has a piece there on the top of the stage. Fantastic. Dating a little bit on Celtic myth, because most of us um, we know a bit, and I only know a bit. Dating back to the Iron Age, the Celts followed a a polytheistic religion, meaning many gods and many goddesses. The main area of Celtic myths and myth belongs to the Gaels of Ireland, the Scots, the Celtic Britons in Western Britain, which would be mainly the Welsh area, and Brittany. From the Iron Age to the Middle Ages, most information was passed on through word of mouth. That's where the word folklore comes from. Folk and lore meaning by word of mouth. And then in the Middle Ages, the Christian scribes wrote everything down. So we're very grateful to the people who wrote things down when they heard them. And that's why it's so important that when we hear things, I was talking to a former teacher of mine this morning, he had so many stories about different things happening around Bandeslow and in his teaching life. And I said, please write it down because that's where our folklore comes from that's where our stories come from so we need to start writing down particularly people who are in their twilight years they have so many stories and they'll be lost if we don't write them down and in the age of technology as well we have so many tape recorders we have a tape recorder here uh, taking uh, a recording of what we're saying right now and that's going to be history that's going to be folklore in the future Many languages and many artefacts were lost during the Roman Empire. So really what we know about Celtic myth is is very small. 
you know. And as I say, Ireland is the main source, main source of mythology. And Nicola, you had a university in, in touch with you recently, and you are now going to be part of that group. Can you just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I wasn't expecting that question. <laughs> so it's um, an organisation called IRIS, a project called IRIS. So it's a Vulcan uh, resilient women in Ireland. So it's recognising women through Celtic goddesses. And it was actually Ursula that Ursula here from Ross FM that introduced me to Rav Kenna, who was a university uh, professor in the UK. So. Um, we've advertised a little bit, haven't we, Ursula, um, about this project, um, Ira. So we'll be doing a little bit more, but it's really involving all artists, whether it's through art, singing, or song, or poetry, to come along on this journey with Ralph and all these other professors that are trying to highlight women in Ireland. And the Celtic goddesses, too, the Celtic And goddesses. when the professor came to see you as well, there was one goddess that he didn't know about. There was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm is a professor you from university anymore. that has studied, <laughs> studied Celtic myths. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's the Celtic sea goddess band. So she will be the hit, the main goddess, queen, a fairy queen goddess part. Yeah, she's not particularly well known like Morrigan or, or Tina, yeah. But we'll talk more about that. We will, yeah. I wasn't expecting that question. That's all right. And later on, we're going to have an unveiling as well of uh, the uh, Tree of Life uh, by the <coughs> Celtic Art Group, which is down there. So we'll have that unveiling uh, after the launch. Um, but I have here in front of me one of the most beautiful pieces of writing that I've ever seen. I said that to Nicola. And she says, oh, I put that together in a few minutes. <laughs> so uh, that's Nicola. She puts everything together in a few minutes. But, you know, so talented and, and so brilliantly put. It's about the Celtic goddess myths of Ireland. And Jed is going to sing it then afterwards. And it's a wonderful tribute to women. So can I just say before you do? You can. <laughs> So in the poem that he's going to read out is all the Irish, the Celtic goddesses of Ireland. There would be some of them that would be a triple goddess, but I didn't put all their names, but they are a triple goddess, yeah. Fantastic. And you'll hear that in the song when Jed sings it. Celtic goddess myths of this true Irish land. The pearl fairy queen known to us as Fand. The beauty and strength, these legends should be told. To remind us how wonderful are the women of this world. Earth Mother Danu, full of wisdom and inspiration. Creativity of Boan flows like a river for the nation. Anya delights us with her midsummer love. Morrigan empowers us through the wars of her love. Strong and ambitious, the true excitement of Queen Maeve. The singing birds of Cloda sweeps the ocean through her wave. The healing nature of Bridget bears the cross that many hold. 
as Aaron personifies. Ireland's name in stories told. Triple goddess Maka and her multitasking skills seeps through the veins of these creatures who fulfill through our Celtic eye we embrace and behold the women of this land unbreakable in their mould. The other world connects us through the door of western seas. Unlock and enjoy the gift of these keys. There are one or two other surprises coming along, so the uh, event is officially launched, and thank you for inviting me. Thanks very much to Parik Lyons, who's also, we didn't say, was the writer of this book here. Rediscover Benesloe Rediscover Benesloe and, uh, and the That's surrounds right. so Park has done really well with this book it's a fantastic book on the surrounds of Benesloe County Galway isn't it? Yeah. so we would just like to say thank you to Park for opening oh, the launch Lord. just a little gift to you there oh I see a mug there for my tea <laughs> just said there, the poem that he wrote, I read out there, the, the Celtic legends, um, another artist, Jed McMahon, who's down here, um, I did. all the way from Drogheda, might I say, not coming out of here. I'm delighted to be here as well, with all the Celtic my ladies. And uh, Ursula here from Ross FM. And this chap here from Sky TV, which is great. <laughs> so I wrote this um, I wrote this tune, but I couldn't find any lyrics to go with it as such. And then after, Nicola came along with the poem. I said, it's suit lovely. With the flow of the cards. So this is what I've come up with. And we have a little surprise as well, because we got um, a little dance to go along with it too. So here we go. Full of wisdom 
That was Strive for Life, the uh, art exhibition that's on in the library. And as I said, it's in the uh, the old church parts of the library. Uh, there's other exhibitions on. Uh, um, this one ends before Culture Night. I think I'm right in saying that. It's on for another week anyway. Sorry, I'm wrong. It's on for another week. And then uh, Group 8 present an exhibition of art and writing in the same... In, um, in the Town Hall Theatre in Ballinasloan, as I said, there's also the uh, Travelling Community have an exhibition in the library. And just before I move on to the next piece, um, Culture Night and Beyond at Strokestown House, uh, the Famine Museum, Love and War in the Big House at 7 o'clock. Wow, that should be interesting. We have some of the artists in here from In the Midst of Plenty and um, they gave us a, a run for our money. Absolutely uh, well worth going to see. Now let me just see, here we are, we have a couple of seconds left and I'll play the musical wall that um, up at Mullingar, it's where you run along the wall with a stone and it plays music. Ready? Yes, go
So that was the musical wall at um, Mullingar, just outside Mullingar. And thank you for sending that in to me. Uh, best, best wishes with that. Now I'm just heading over onto the ads. Now we're back on air, so we are. Um, I got carried away with our new producer here, Kieran. Well, there's a lot of producers in studio today. So we're back on air, and um, we are going to um, go to, um, again, Strive for Life. And I had the pleasure of meeting uh, Jerry Kennedy and Jed McMahon. And uh, Jerry Kennedy spoke to me, and then Jed uh, sang another song for us. And this was kind of outside of the, outside of the exhibition, so it was. And um, thank you to both of them, uh, and thank you for the support, lads. For Ross FM, and I'm absolutely delighted. I am at um, the Biodiversity uh, Strive for Life exhibition here in Banlaslow, and um, mind blown by the variety of art that's available, the variety of art that can be seen, uh, each piece different, and whether it's coming from uh, the land of goddesses to the uh, nature of our land um, or sea. I'm actually here with an artist by the name of Jerry Kennedy. And Jerry Kennedy, um, hello Jerry, you're welcome. How are you? Thank you very much, Ursula. Tell us where are you from originally, Jerry? I'm originally from Dunleary, the seaside part in Dunleary in Dublin. And 25 years ago, I was dragged down to Galway to live, and now wife, girlfriend at the time. And since then, that's all I have to say. That's I know you've more to say. <laughs> you're an artist, an amazing artist. Thank you very much. I, absolutely. And I suppose it's very appropriate that you actually have one here. Um, it's on canvas and it is of a, a sea, a sea um, side with boats on it. Tell us, what would you call your art, Jerry? My art comes from the heart. I paint what's in the head. I paint what I love to do. Um, it depends on the mood I'm in, is what I paint. It could be dark, it could be sombre, it could be bright, it could be angry. But it all goes down as one way of expressing how I feel. And how I am on the day, and pretty much that can change. That's why with a painting, it can change pretty much within the space of 10 minutes to an hour to a day. But I try and get a painting done as quick as I can, otherwise the mood goes. Okay, and you paint on canvas? I paint oil on canvas. Oil on canvas, okay. Yeah. I paint quite large, as paintings go. Average painting about three foot, maybe four foot, by two to two and a half feet. You know, ranging from seascapes, marine paintings, they call it, to landscapes. And I live in one of the most beautiful areas of the world, and after travelling around the world with myself and now wife, I still come back to Connemara, I come back to the Burren, and every time I go, it changes. Never mind from day to day, season to season, it changes every five minutes. And if we wanted to follow your art, Jerry, how would we... Have you got a Facebook page or... Do you advertise your art anywhere? I don't advertise, but I am on some pages on Facebook. I have my own page on Facebook. Okay. It's Jerry Kennedy. I'm on the Irish Artist page, Celtic Art, and also New Irish Artists. Okay. And I am also very lucky to be hanging in Amerigo Restaurant in Oranmore itself. All right, so I must take a look there for the next time yeah. we go. But... Thank you. Um, we have another artist with us, Jerry. Will we introduce him? Oh, absolutely. Do you Please think do. so? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. This guy is an absolute genius. No. I don't take checks as pure cash. 
did. <laughs> no strangers in the arts program. Uh, Jade, you're going to give us a song here. We're out in the out in the hallway to get some uh, quiet from the exhibition. Come true for Echoey, but we'll give this a go. Yeah. This is um, an original mostly. Okay. Not block out the song. Jed McMahon, you, a song you wrote yourself? That's one of my own originals. Yeah. And you have uh, art here in the Stripe for Life exhibition? I have indeed. I have a piece called The Still Silence, which is on show here with all the other fabulous art, including Jerry's work. Yes, Jerry's work is fabulous, yeah. isn't it? Oh, absolutely amazing. I've been admiring it there for some time since Catholic Eye. And actually, it's great to finally meet him as well. And I kind of knew he was going to be so lovely and so down to earth, and I wasn't mistaken. Maybe, maybe he doesn't want that to be known, but he's a lovely guy. <laughs> 
Jerry, do you think he's a bit of a mind reader? I, I have never met this man in my life before. <laughs> I think he's a mind reader. Be a long time waiting. <laughs> Did you enjoy that song? Yeah, that is absolutely beautiful. I'm singing. That's in my head for today now. That's yeah. what they call an airworm, and it's gone. Yeah. And it's a, it's a wonderful airworm that I have. Well, I'm, del- I'm delighted to meet both of you. So I am. Thank and, you. Um, Jerry, can I say your art is fantastic? It's very different. It's not framed. Well, you have a piece that's framed, but most of it's not framed. And you can uh, send it around the world as well, was what you were telling me earlier on, because you can roll your canvases up. Jed, you can do the same. You can send your music around the world and you can send your your work around the world as well. Yeah, well, actually... You have a Facebook page. I have a Facebook page as well. And I am actually going to go into the studio now, hopefully um, early next year, to record a 10-track album. Okay. And I'll let you know. We'll hear it first and you'll be on our show. Absolutely. I'm delighted to meet both of you today. Um, Jed, I've met a few times. Jerry, I hope to meet you again in the future. And thank you both for giving us this for Ross uh, FM uh, for the arts programme. Thank you very much, George. Thanks. Bye bye. So now, there we go. Thank you very much, uh, Jed and Jerry. A pleasure to meet both of you. I'm looking forward to the, that uh, LP when it comes out, Jed and uh, Jerry. Anytime you're in the area, you're more than welcome to pop in if you're on your way from um, the beautiful Connemara to the beautiful uh, coast of Dublin. Our next um, catch up was with um, the Shorelines exhibition in Port Tumna Workhouse. And um, while Shorelines has, exhibition has finished, there's still some exhibitions, and I tell you, they really are well worth going to see, including the Maori uh, potatoes of which um, Margaret tells us about. Uh, And you might have to ask to go and see them because they're out in the dining hall, in the dining room of the Portumna Workhouse. Uh, Kieran Tuhi's exhibition is as harrowing as it is, uh, the creativity and the workmanship, the craft is equally as mind-blowing. So here we are talking with Margaret. And again, Margaret, thanks for chatting with me and hope to catch up with you again next year. Ursula is for uh, the Arts on Ross FM and I'm absolutely thrilled and delighted to be in the workhouse in Portumna for the art exhibition, the Shorelines at a Glance art exhibition. And I have to say, I'm blown away. And when I say I'm blown away, I understand you all know I'm blown away. The selection of art is just amazing. Uh, the different types of art is just amazing. I'll tell you what we'll do. I'll introduce you to the creator of the exhibition, Margaret Hickey. Margaret, you're welcome uh, to the Arts Programme on Ross FM. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm not telling a lie when I say mind-blowing. The art is absolutely fabulous. Well, thank you. Yes, well, I have to say that for a small town like Port Omna, we have uh, three exhibitions in one here under the roof of the workhouse. And it is uh, almost the star of the show is the building itself. It's a fabulous place to show art. Um, White walls, high ceilings, tall windows, high windows and plain wooden floors and uh, art shows up particularly well. So the three exhibitions in one, if you like. Uh, the room that I'm in here with Ursula is the, uh, the gallery where we're showing local art. Uh, everyone is entitled to bring one piece, and everyone... Uh, it, it was free this year because everybody's having such a hard time with money, so it was free entry, one piece each, 
and uh, and no theme, just whatever anybody wanted to bring. And there, as you said, Ursula, the variety is fantastic. There's photography, there's drawing, there's prints, there's sculpture, and particularly paintings of uh, various descriptions. Um, we had a great opening night. The launch was very successful and some pictures sold straight away, including one by Ursula herself, <laughs> I have you. to say. Thank you. Um, and so we're very proud of supporting the talent that there is around this area. And people came not just from Portumna, of course, from further afield, from Burr and Balnasloe. Some came, someone came from Kimvara. Someone actually heard about it and came from Dublin. But by and large, we call it local. And then... Uh, in every year, we have invited artists. This year, we had two only. And one of them was Joan Finnegan, who is a Galway woman. And her, uh, her pictures are very brightly coloured, very, very bold colours and geometric almost in their landscapes, abstract, semi-abstract landscapes. Very, very appealing, lovely. And they form a very strong contrast to the work of the other invited artist, who is Connor Walton. And Connor Walton is a very big name. Um, he, uh, he's won prizes internationally. And uh, I first came across him in London at the National Portrait Gallery. One of his uh, portraits, a self-portrait, was shortlisted for a big international competition, the BP portrait competition, worldwide competition. So I noted he was Irish and I took his name and I was delighted that he was able to come and be with us here. So he has massive paintings and they are figurative, there are people in them. There's one of a man on fire, there's yeah. one of, uh, of Connor himself being pushed uh, but the others are almost like old masters, except that the figures inside them are modern figures. And there's a very uh, satirical portrait of um, Donald Trump, which needs to be seen at some point. Anyway, you can look on their websites, Joan's website, Joan Finnegan and Connor Walton. But um, the, the, the gallery that seems to get the most attention is the work of local people and I'm very pleased about that. And you have the, the famine figurines as well, uh, Kieran Tui. Yes, um, now that's a regular feature here yeah. in the workhouse. They're absolutely marvellous, yes. Um, the, harrowing. It's, it's, uh, yes, the harrowing. dark, harrowing. And amazing. Yes, uh, they're made of bog wood and uh, they commemorate, they remember uh, the dreadful, dreadful scenes that brought people here to the workhouse in the first place. And it's so many people are moved by those, and uh, it's a wonderful asset to the workhouse. Now, that doesn't come down at the end of the Shorelines Festival. That's okay. more or less semi-permanent here. Uh, but another exhibition that is worth seeing, and that runs for longer than Shorelines, is Memento Mori, the uh, glass potatoes and it's uh, an Irish artist but she's living in Seattle and she blew by mouth they're hand 
made mouth-blown glass potatoes, and there are 1,845 of them, which is, of course, one for each year uh, coming up to the worst year of the famine. So that's a marvellous thing to see as well. And then as you walk into the foyer of the workhouse here, there are also fairly newly acquired uh, etchings Mm. by David Rooney, Mm. And they are also scenes of famine and eviction. Mm. Um, very stark, very dramatic. And uh, so the the thing about this workhouse is it was a place of... It was a grim and cruel place. And yet uh, the art is here to remember it, but also to remind us that we've moved on and that we're trying to bring a bit of joy into this place now and with people's creativity and people here to remember but to look forward that's that i think that really does sum it up right you know it's a, it's an amazing place to visit but um the old stories are very harrowing mm. and and the art and some of the art going round and the tour will 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 show you that and uh, margaret do you run the shoreline's I always call, we always call it the Shorelines Festival, Art Festival. Do you run that every year? Yes, it's been run every year. I, I should just say that the artist who made the potatoes is Paula Stokes. Um, but yes, we run, we run the festival every year, except we weren't able to during the two COVID years. And what we did as a temporary measure the second year was um, have some art in shop windows. But this is the first year we're back in... Uh, full scale. And there is also an ongoing uh, exhibition over at the castle. There's a gallery above the cafe next to Portumna Castle and there you will find um, three three, uh, lots of exhibitions upstairs. Uh, Some work by uh, students in the local school, in the Portumna School, uh, then you'll find uh, work by Geraldine Wisdom, Rush work. And Rush is, of course, a very important at this part of, of the world in Potomna. Rush is coming from Loch Derg. And finally, um, the, the sort of cream on the top of it all is uh, work by Joe Hogan. And Joe Hogan started out many years ago making baskets Um, He used to make log baskets or he'd make skibs and what have you. Um, He uh, lives and has worked up beside Loch Nafui for many, many years. And over the years, his work has become more valued. Michael D. gave him um, an award as a craft hero of Ireland uh, a couple of years ago. And his... Pieces have evolved. Some of them now are art baskets rather than just log baskets, and they are museum pieces, and there are collectors going for uh, Joe's work now. So we've got examples of Joe Hogan's work also, and that will run into October until the, uh, the castle closes at the end of the season. So there's an opportunity to see those. And finally, um, we've got a bit of an art trail here in Putamna. Um, On the railings beside the castle, there are uh, photographs taken by Brendan Lawler, who is a native of Putamna. 
he's traveled the world and he's taken photographs all over the world. So these are beautiful photographs taken in China and taken in Africa and taken in uh, Havana and Cuba. So uh, all over. And the members of the local creative writing group, uh, words, uh, Portumna pen pushers, decided to uh, take a photograph of Brendan Lawler's and use it as an inspiration for a poem. So those have been put on posters and they are up for everyone to see around the, the castle. Uh, so that's another thing. And then if you're in Putumna, behind the library, there are photographs uh, which are based on very famous paintings, um, like... For example, uh, Sunday Afternoon in the Park by Sira. And uh, somebody, a local photographer, has recreated that for the 21st century. And so there are, that's a wonderful thing to go and visit as well. It's there 24 hours a day. It's out in the open air, so you can visit at any time. And um, so, you know, bit by bit, we have all kinds of pieces of art. And can I just ask you, um, for the Shorelines Festival next year anyone interested in, in um, presenting a piece of art um, to your uh, committee what time of the year do you normally uh, send out your message to right yes good idea um, well we, we normally put the word out at the end of June or early July and we uh, our festival is always the middle of September so we like to have work in by the end of August, which gives us time then to hang it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is no theme, but we do, we, we will take respect. one piece, yes, and we do respect everybody's work, but nobody's respect. turned down. And yeah, and you expect respectable pieces coming oh, in. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, one thing absolutely essential is if you bring in a painting... Uh, that's meant to go on the wall, it has to have a cord or a wire at the back of it. And I said that, it was on our website, it was on the notices we sent out, but still you get one or two people who arrive without, and uh, it just makes more work for the committee, you know, so that's one thing. But and do you have a Facebook page or, or that, we, that people can follow? Well, we, we do have Facebook around the, the, uh, the, the festival. It's very active when the festival is on. But we have our own website as well, and that's www.shorelinesartsfestival.com. And that kicks in sort of round about July, I suppose, and uh, telling you what's coming. So uh, by and large, we take in work on a Monday and a Tuesday night, roughly about two weeks before the festival begins. And um, just to look out, it'll be... We, we Anybody who's brought work previously and we have their email address, we'll send it. Uh, otherwise, we put it in church notices and it's up on the website. Um, it's coming to the end. It is. Well, we were looking forward to next year, so we are uh, definitely looking forward to the festival again next year, Margaret. And um, can I thank you for giving us this time? Oh, I'm delighted. And no, I'm, I'm so pleased that, you know, the numbers of people who come and looked. And as I told you earlier, Ursula brought a painting in <laughs> and it sold, um, you know, within five minutes, I'd say. No, it was very, and, very... And, and, 
I'm truly humbled. I wish the, the person that has purchased the painting um, peace, happiness, love and joy. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you. My pleasure. Now we're back live on air, so we are with our live in studio guests, and I can't wait to introduce them to you. Let me just get myself a little closer to the phone. And um, we have in studio Rosemary Langtree, we have Emily Rose, and we have Ben. Hi. Hello. Oh, wait a minute. I put on. Wait a minute. Get the the the. Um. Now we're all on air. Rosemary, you're welcome. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here um, uh, in your new studio, and the best of luck to it. Thank you very and much. Thank you so much. Now, we're going to start off uh, this section of the programme, Rosemary, with um, Emily Rose. Are you going to sing a little song for us? Right, off yeah. you go. First all of right. all, who are you singing the song for? Emily Rose. Are you, are you going to sing a song? No. Okay. No, OK, you don't oh. want to sing the song. That's OK. You have um, uh, artist rights. Oh, sure, <laughs> so we will. Now... Oh. OK, well, that's a good start. <laughs> do, do we want to say hello to anybody? Uh, <laughs> well, yes. Will we chat with you for a minute, yes. Rosemary? Yes, Ursula, that's great. Um, Rosemary, congratulations. I don't know where to start. Can I introduce my guest properly? Rosemary Langtree, um, Rosemary Langtree artist, um, probably known for acoustic art originally, uh, but, I mean, stained glass... Yeah, I, I love cold um, wax, warm wax. Yeah. I don't know where to start. Well, yeah, no, I love different mediums. I love trying different stuff the whole time. I'm always, um, um, as you say, a bit of a course junkie, learning and, and learning new stuff. And I love to just pass it on then as well. You know, that's what I love to do. So you do classes? I do. I do um, different classes for adults and kids and day workshops and night ones and whatever. So, yeah, yeah. You were on Tina G last week. That's right, Ursula. Yeah, I'm absolutely delighted. Um, delighted to um, be part of the programme. Um, I got a call around, uh, it was a year ago, I suppose, now at this stage, and had nearly forgotten about it. And um, didn't I... Um, it was on then Sunday night. It was on Sunday night at um, half nine, yeah, on TG Cat. It was a brilliant programme. As a brilliant, I, as you say, I'm I'm honoured to be part of it. Mm. Absolutely honoured. I was delighted with it. Um, great music and um, great music and also um, musicians um, and artists and yeah. Yeah, it travelled to different counties, so it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, travelled to different counties, um, introduced artists, places to see. The whole range of things, absolutely. Rosemary, what else are we going to chat about? You're going to Philadelphia? Yeah, um, I am. I'm going to Philadelphia. Um, I'm going to straight out of Ireland. I'm representing Ireland. Um, well, not representing Ireland. It's straight out of Ireland is what it's called. But I'm delighted to get to showcase my work in Philadelphia. And that's um, that's on the 11th, 12th and 13th of November. So it's a lovely... Um, and before that, we have Culture Night. That's right, Culture Night. Culture Night. Where exactly are you on Culture Night? Well, I mean, there's so much <laughs> happening on Culture Night. I'd love to be everywhere if yeah, I could. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I've, I've, for years I've been doing Culture Night. So I'm starting off on the Greenway in Athlone. Um, but this year you're going from which side now? I'm, I'm starting at the White Gates and down to the Marine. Um, down to say where the new the new bridge will be going up. All right, where okay. Where it is up, actually, I've never been down that it far yet. It is up there, yes. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm starting, and, and what I'm doing is I'm going to show um, you know, copies of my work 
that has been um, uh, that I'm bringing to um, to Philadelphia. So that's. And are you going to go with your bike again this year? I am. I have my bike. It hasn't been out since last year, to tell you the truth. Since yeah. I had the photograph with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, no, off Nishnock. I know. I, I like the idea of a pop-up gallery and something different. So I bring the art to the people. You know that kind of way. And earlier on that day. No, later on, after that, then I'm heading to um, High Street in Belmont, High Street Community Call, and we're yeah, having an yeah. exhibition. We're having yeah, an exhibition yeah. of um, Connected to the Past. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. uh, what do you call it? An exhibition of work that I would have done with the High Street Belmont Women's Group last year, and we never really got to, with COVID, have an exhibition. So we're having a home culture night, and that's from 7 to 9. And at 8 o'clock, I'm going to do a demonstration, of an encaustic demonstration for everybody. So in Belmont? If you're around, in, in High Street Community High Street Hall. Yeah, Community High Hall. Street Community is that Hall. Belmont? Uh, it is, it's in Belmont, yeah. Just, okay. just past the little village of Belmont. I'm sorry to be rushing you. Over in Banaslow, you're involved? Um, I'm involved in the Art Link. Um, we have an exhibition, you've been talking about the Church Gallery and the Library oh, in Banaslow. Yeah, yeah, well... Uh, Rewilding is an exhibition by Artlink, it's a group I'm involved with and that's from the 11th of October to the 25th of October And what about your classes? Do you do you have a time of year that you do classes or um, or have you started them? I, I've started kind of just back in September I, 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 not that I give them up but everybody's COVID. so busy during the summer and with Covid of course they were all stopped but with, uh, during the summer then people are busy so I start back there in September Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm just kind of starting back into doing classes now again. Have you anything else to tell me? <laughs> um, oh, well, I suppose one, one other thing that I'd like, um, um, I'm absolutely delighted to and have get the opportunity to go to see um, Anselm, Anselm Kiefer. He's in Venice. Uh, he has an exhibition. It's it's alongside the Venice Biennale, but it's not actually part of it. But I'm absolutely. And is he an artist? He is. A, he's one of my favourite artists. I just love his work and very um, inspired by his work. So this is kind of like a dream come true. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah. Um, like is he an old master type artist? Or, I mean, I've never um, heard of he him. He would be. A, a, well, I suppose. Um, I. I. He would do. A, he's a. He's a German artist, and he. Um, his subjects of is is about history and myth, but he uses a lot of texture and embed and stuff, and his work is massive, really big work, like kind of thing. So, you know, he burns it and ashes, and you know, there's a lot of different stuff. And that's something like what you do as well. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, and, and I mean, I, I actually didn't even know about him until I started doing work and someone said, look him up. So that's how, you know, and you do kind of find artists that that you like, yeah. you know, that kind of way and follow them. You're, you're known for putting your, some of your pieces in the bog, waiting for it to develop, painting yeah. on top and um, mudding it. Yeah, well, that's, I, well, that's what you did on the television. <laughs> yeah, don't well, come that, in here, don't be coming in here telling me that that's not true. Ah, yeah, no, no, it is. Um, I, I just love marks made by nature, you know, that kind of way. And I actually bounce off them and, and work with them. And they also, um, they also, um, what you call it, they, I work with them and then I... They, you know, I do some my art on top of it, and then I put them back into nature, or put make marks on them, and I it's the process I work like kind of thing. And they know. influence you as well. They influence me, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I, I'm I trying s- to say. Yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. I've seen you work, yeah. and the yeah. piece of art itself yeah. has developed and influenced you. Yeah, yeah. that um, that um, it makes it um, just amazing. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I should say. Uh, uh, the way I work is kind of it's a process it develops one one mark leads to another 
and uh, a lot of the times well not a lot of times sometimes I don't really even know where it's going but um, I, I just it, it kind of once once it gets to a certain stage it kind of says right that's it you know Rosemary can we thank you very much Rosemary Langtree for coming in with um, Emily Rose yeah. hello Emily Rose hello Ben coming into the um, Ross FM Arts Programme and uh, maybe you come back to see us after you come back from uh, from um, Venice. Okay, and uh, Philadelphia. And maybe. Philadelphia maybe as well. That, yeah, and you're, you're always welcome because I'd love, love to hear the stories of travel. Emily Rose, are you going to sing your song for us? Are you going to say hello to anybody? Are you going to say hello to anybody? No. Oh, I'm okay. very quiet. Well, you want to say hello. <laughs> you say hello quickly, Rosemary, because I have a few ads. Ah, okay. I'm going to say hello um, for Emily Rose and Ben. We're going to say hello to Mammy and Daddy and Jack and Stephen. And we're going to say hello to um, Great Granny and Caroline. And, of course, who else is there? Is there anybody else you want to say hello to? Buzz, I suppose, their dog. And Holly. And Holly. Who do you want to say hello to? Stephen and Jack. Buzz, Buzz will meet Buzz if you pull him's tail. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, Are you going to sing your song? Are you going to sing your song? No. No. Okay. Right. Well, I'm very I mean, shy. You I think I'm going to bring them in here and leave them here. Or is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> Rosemary, thank you so much All for right. joining us on thank the arts you. program. That's live radio. That's live, that's live music. Bye-bye. You can say we're live here. Bye bye, Rosemary. Just stay with us for a couple of minutes, sir. Um, I just want to have um, a quick run through of what's happening on Culture Night or around Culture Night and not necessarily all in the Roscommon area. Uh, there's Poetry in the Park in Kilronan Castle. It's on on Saturday uh, two from 2 o'clock. You can write, read, listen or enjoy. Uh, Jerry Boland is running that. Roderick O'Connor's a conference in the Roscommon Arts Centre. That's on Saturday the 24th, day after Culture Night. An, exhi- an exhibition of painting by Mark. Um, Malachi Costello is in the McGahern Barracks Coot Hall uh, Saturday and Sunday so that's for both the nights the last episode and we were talking about that that's the last episode of Culture on TG Cahar which looked at County Westmeath um, and it was an amazing programme absolutely an amazing programme um, to um, to watch and I hope it comes back again and we're delighted to see Rosemary on it so we were the Loon Gallery in Loon has Nightscapes. It's a photography exhibition. It's opened on Saturday the 1st of October. As I said, Strive for Life are on in Banlasloe. And there's a Traveller exhibition on there in Banlasloe as well. Rosemary, uh, sorry, what was the name of um, your exhibition again that's in uh, Banlasloe? It's Rewilding. Rewilding. Um, Rewilding. Um, and that's, that's in the library, is that right? Uh, that's in the yeah the gallery the gallery library in, in the library yeah. um, <clears throat> the, the church gallery yeah okay um, the most park artists are coming together in Knock Crockery on Culture Night five thirty to eight thirty our rich and varied culture I am told that there's many surprises happening there so uh, definitely have a look in there want to wish the long for culture um, no the long for culture the long for culture events with Phil Atkinson uh, studio is uh, studio in Granard. Um, um, Kennedy, I just can't think of your first name, and um, uh, J. Um, J. P. Atkinson. Uh, 
in Granard. I think I have you written down the other side of my notes here. Wish you all the very best in Longford. Um, as I said, Group 8 presents eight, an exhibition of art and writing. That's opening on the 23rd of September in the Town Hall Theatre of Ballinasloe. They forgot to say hello to Grandad. So Emily, Rose and Ben want to say hello 